one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Unknown Future 1, and it's titled Me, 42 male, with my fiance, 38 female, of one and a half years. We're planning on moving in together and things fell apart. What now? My fiance Amy and I were dating for a year before getting engaged. I have two teenage daughters and she has a five-year-old daughter. Our relationship has been great except for a few things. We live on separate sides of town, which means we don't see each other all of the time. When we do, we spend our time in our area. She doesn't have a close or really any relationship with my daughters. We were planning on moving together and buying a house close to her daughter's school since she has a long ways to go. My daughters will be in her senior and freshman in high school this upcoming year. They would continue to go to the same high school and would have to drive across town, 35 miles, to get to school. Their mum moved to a different city about nine months ago and they stayed with me full time. My parenting plan hasn't been updated to reflect that though. About three months ago, my relationship with Amy has gone downhill has been getting very mad and taking things out on me. About a month ago, she yelled at me in front of the kids due to not getting a house and she was blaming me. I've never been spoken to like that before and she showed signs of being emotionally abusive towards me. I'm afraid of doing something that she will get mad at or not what she wants. My daughters feel the same way. After a few weeks, we decided we are not going to buy a house together and move in. We almost broke up and recently decided to give it one last chance. She's been super nice and loving towards me the last few days. She apologized for being crazy and that she wants to work on it. I'd already sold my house since I thought I was moving and have to be out in a few days. I'm loading my items into a pod this weekend and she never offered to help me and I didn't ask. I don't feel supported in this move, unless it is to move near her. I'm trying to figure out how to move forward. I want to buy a house near my daughter's school so they are still close and continue to be involved with after-school activities and their friends. Amy wants me to buy a house closer to her so we can work on our relationship. When I express my concern about my daughter's school, she simply replies, she has a car that you paid for and you pay her gas so it shouldn't be a problem that they have to drive that far to school. I understand her point about being closer and I'm extremely skeptical about our relationship and our future. She expressed that she definitely wants a future with me. I love her very much and at this time still want a future with her. Is it unreasonable to buy a house near my daughter's school and continue to work on my relationship with Amy? If it works out and she builds a trusting relationship with my daughters, I'd be happy to sell my house and move closer or buy a house with her. Would it be better to move closer so we can work on our relationship and maybe give it a better chance of surviving knowing my daughters will be put in a more difficult situation? 
And we're starting the comments with Ivy the Witch who says it's easier for a five-year-old to change schools than a teenager. She doesn't come across as someone who is super supportive of your choices or parenting style. And I honestly think that the two of you should consider a compromise in the housing issue if you decide to push forward. A halfway point in the city would be an option, but honestly, it seems like she is someone who is maybe used to having things her own way. I don't know, just a thought. Opie responds saying, hi, I think Amy is used to having her own way. She can only live in a few different cities and counties per her parenting plan. Pretty messed up. Works on Wonder says she honestly doesn't seem to care about your daughters at all. The flippant attitude about them having to drive 35 miles, one way, to and from school is telling. She hasn't tried to include your daughters or even get to know them. She's making you choose between her, which has already emotionally abused you, and your daughters, who depend on you. Even if you don't see it that way, I bet your daughters do. Opie says it would be 35 miles one way. I do agree that I feel like she's making me choose. I know that I must choose my daughters over her. I just wish you would understand my situation and be supportive and help ensure that we are all comfortable and that we move forward the correct way for all of us. Not just for her and what she wants. Trash TV says in quotes, I'm still extremely skeptical about our relationship and our future, then says don't jeopardize your children's lives for this relationship. Your girlfriend shows signs of being very self-absorbed and emotionally abusive. Remember your priorities, dad. And OP says, thank you for this comment. Our relationship is great when things are going well and her way. It's broken down when life gets challenging with work or me not giving her what she wants. I have to always err on protecting my daughters. Is it too much to ask somebody to wait for my children to finish high school before moving forward? EPP Throw says she gave you a glimpse of your future with her. Sad you sold your house, but you know this isn't going to work. You have a full plate with two almost adults to guide. Why risk that? Make a clean break of it. Get a place close to your daughter's school and get on with your life. Next episode isn't going to be nearly as pleasant as the last one. You're half committed to a mess much harder to extract your family from. Sorry. And I can't help but feel like a lot of those comments do that she's prioritizing, like if you like her side of the family, if that makes sense, and doesn't really care for you or your wants or your family's needs. And you want to go into that any further because like another comment said, she's showing you her true self now. When you get married, you think she will start prioritizing your children, considering them as her own? I can't see it with what we're seeing in this one post. But OP does update the post and said, I spoke with Amy today about our future. I expressed that I was concerned that our relationship was emotionally abusive and that I can't subject my daughters to that environment. She then went on the attack and started to tell me that I'm emotionally abusive and listed things that I have done to make her feel that way. She then went on to chastise me about letting my teenagers run my life and that she's blown away that I would ask her to marry her and then suggest the timing wasn't right. She continued about my daughter saying that they are hard to communicate with and that she's frustrated that they would rather sleep instead of getting up and going for a hike. She said she doesn't agree with how they were raised and that she tries to incorporate them into her life by inviting us to do things. The thing she doesn't realize is that she doesn't interact with them on these outings. She then said that her five-year-old daughter wasn't excited to move in with us and that my daughters are just playmates to her and that she sees them as only wanting to sleep and watch TV. I thought it was a crazy low blow bringing my kids into it. She then continued on about how I'm making her out to be the villain and I'm the victim. This continued via text for almost the entire day. Finally, she told me that 
she hasn't been treated this poorly since her ex, whom she hates. She said she wished I would have just left her alone. Not sure what she meant. I feel like I dodged a huge bullet. She didn't really care about me, nor my daughters. Edits. My daughters and I had a really nice conversation last night. They told me that they are very happy we aren't moving with Amy. I never felt comfortable with her and would have been really mad at me if we moved with her. This was our last night in our house. We sat around talking about life, our house, and our future. I haven't felt this close with them in a while. It felt so amazing. Thank you for all your feedback. I have no doubts I made the right decision. Opie leaves an extra comment down below and says thanks for all the support. After she went on the attack, she turned into the victim and described how much she did and tried to do for our relationship and that she felt like I dehumanized her because of the things I told her about her being crazy, her words, and abusive. I started to feel bad and was questioning whether I made the right decision. I figured this is part of her manipulation plan. I did tell her I was sorry for how it turned out and she said she doesn't believe me and I'm just trying to manipulate her. I know I made the right choice and there is still a part of me that feels regret. Edit, she told me that she dodged a bullet in me and that I'm abusive. And like you said yourself in this situation, it sounds like a bullet dodged. I can't help but feel sorry for that five-year-old daughter and, you know, their future as well. It always goes through my mind. I don't know what their life is truly like, but it rolls around in my head and it worries me. But what do you guys think of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And our next story comes from QuietNinja9866 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit titled Am I the Arsehole for telling my wife that my mother will never love her? And to stop trying. I've been married to my wife for two years and the best way to describe my mother is cold. She's not rude or anything, it's just disinterested in my wife. The best way I can explain my mom is that she is tired. She had a really hard life, doesn't have much affection left to give and she rarely gets close to anyone. It's pure disinterest and she can't bring herself to care about new people. She's a retired old lady that just wants to sit on the porch and not make small talk with people. I've explained this to my wife before and told my mother's story. We had a little get together at my mum's house. My mum doesn't like it when people bring food. She works all day to make a spread and it's like her thing. She just wants to provide for the guests. My wife came from work and she brought food, potato salad. I stopped her from bringing it in. 
the whole night she is just bothering her when she was on the porch, asking her if she wants to go on a shopping trip. When my mum asks for some quiet, she still talks on. When I was walking by, she asked me to take my wife away from her. This made my wife upset, but I did it since I could see my mum was getting close to the end of her rope. We had a talk in the car what that was all about, and she just wants to be loved by her mother-in-law. She is being nice, so she doesn't get why she doesn't like her. I told my mother will never love her and to just stop. What she is doing is actively making her dislike you and to leave the woman alone. She called me a jerk and hasn't spoken to me since. Edit was told to include this comment from an info comment. Almost never. Most of the time if people join her on the porch, it's very little a small talk or just join her watching the garden. She doesn't care how loud they are in the house or anything like that. She just likes watching others have a good time. More of an observer than anything. She asked for quiet with my wife since she was just going on for a while. My sister was out there and, and told me mum tried politer ways to ask her to be quiet and it didn't work. And also the direct request didn't work with my wife and she kept going. And we're starting the comments with Ford Ad who says she's a retired old lady that just wants to sit on the porch, not make small talk with people. Honestly, your mum sounds like my life goals. Not the asshole. it sucks for your wife, but let people be. Not everyone will be liked by everyone and your wife should be old and mature enough to understand that. Inevitable Tor says, damn, instead of just saying, hey babe, don't try so hard, let her warm up to you. You just went full on, abandon all hope, ye who enter into my family. And judging a-holes replies that say, why give her false hope? The point is that she's never going to warm up to her, that the wife's trying is just making the opposite happen. There's no point in lying to the girl and having her think that one day mother-in-law will do a 180 from who she is and decide she's all of a sudden chatty Kathy that wants to go on a shopping trip with her daughter-in-law. Alarming reply says not the asshole. leave cranky old people alone. The older I get, the more I understand and appreciate this statement. If your wife really wants your mother to like her, then she should just ignore her. Say thanks for the food and leave. A lot of people would believe that's being rude to the host. However, the gift of kindness is accepting people for who they are, not trying to force them to be someone you want them to be. ETA, it sounds like your mum is doing her best, but I also realise that some people really do find it hard to just sit quietly. Those people should not be around your mother. Maybe wives shouldn't be visiting with her. There are people who would pay to be able to just ignore their mother-in-law. It's not a hard ask. OYOD says might be against the grain here, but you're the arsehole. You're mum too, sort of. Like, why even have a get-together if you want to be left the hell alone? Don't bring any food. Only I want to provide for guests, but don't want to talk to guests. That not sound strange. Go one way or the other. Your mum could at least show some basic respect to her, especially when she is the host. I don't know, maybe it's just a very different family dynamic from what I'm used to, but I feel like if I was in your wife's position, I wouldn't feel very welcome. Edit, because people keep asking in DMs, cowards. I'm actually very introverted, and I'm not the wife. I'm a cisgendered gay man, lol. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from RedB7763 and says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my family how much my fiancé earns after years of them making fun of his job? My family is very well educated and full of professionals, including several doctors, surgeons, dentists, etc. I have a good career and make a good living. 
When I met my fiance, he was at my house to supervise a roofing crew the insurance company hired to replace my damaged roof. I instantly fell for him when he pulled up in his truck and couldn't keep my eyes off of him for the rest of the day as he gave orders to his men. When we started dating, he was vague about his job and I just chalked it up to him being insecure about me having a better career. I didn't care about our income imbalance. When we got serious, we talked about our future plans. That was when he told me the full extent of his little construction company. I was shocked that his construction earnings is as much as my dad's surgeon's salary. Gradually, he took me around to the handful of construction lots and shopping centers he owns. His rental income combined with his construction earnings is double that of my dad's. He said that a few people know about his finances and he expects me to keep what I know to myself. My parents disapproved of him since the first time I brought him home. My dad coined the term tool boy and the rest of my family joined in whenever they talked behind my fiance's back. They didn't call him that to his face but instead make snide remarks. Once my mum said during dinner that they're thinking about hiring someone to mow their lawn and they turned to my fiance and asked him what he charges. I always try to defend him and it's a constant battle. It's gotten worse since we are planning a wedding and the other day my nerves just broke. Yesterday, parents were trying to get me into a prenuptial. Then my dad said, you have to protect your assets just in case Tallboy decides to go slumming. I lost it and yelled at my parents. During our shouting, I blurted out his earnings and that he makes more than both of them combined. Then I stormed out. I told my fiance what happened, but instead of supporting me, he got mad that I told his parents that. I argued that I was defending him. That then we got into an argument. My parents and family are mad at me for keeping secrets. My fiance is mad at me for not keeping secrets. I'm stuck in the middle and I don't know what to do. Look, I think you're going to be the asshole in this situation simply for revealing your fiance's earnings. He asked you not to do that. You did it. I think you're going to be the asshole for doing it. I can totally understand where you're coming from, where you've told us that constantly they've been berating him all this time and you got to a point of exploding. But again, I think that was more to defend yourself than him. You know, saying this is never going to fix anything in any of your relationships. They, if they start being like kind to your fiance now, he's going to know it's simply because now he earns a lot of money. They will start being nicer to him because they're snobs. And the way that they're talking to him and, you know, asking to how much he charges to mow the lawn and things like that. I would have to ask your fiance maybe he's just doing it out of the kindness to support you and be there around your family but i'd have to ask i say why do you want to be around those people they bring nothing to your life they're just absolute assholes by the sounds of it but monster and moon says sounds like your husband likes to build relationships on foundations and merits outside of his finances meanwhile your family looks down on anyone they deem lesser earners than themselves i know whose corner i'd be in apologize to your husband and tell your family to stuff it Sorry, but you're the arsehole. There are plenty of other things you could have said to illustrate how fucking horrible your family was being. You didn't have to throw out numbers. Now, if your family starts acting better, he'll know it's on the basis of his earnings, not his character. Edit. And husband will always know that your knee-jerk reaction was to be like, but he does make money, rather than who cares what he makes. He makes me happy. He takes care of me. He treats me. We're good partners. We're the same life goals. We love each other. Support that or shut up. Edit 2. Alright, I'll give OP some leeway, but I still think there were better ways to go about it. We're perfectly comfortable and happy with our mutual finances, which are none of your business. Ovarian did reply to that and says, uh, OP is definitely the arsehole, but she was frustrated they hate the man she loves so openly. 
Constant assault like that from family can make you do things you normally wouldn't. Apologize to the fiancé, tell the family to go fuck themselves and move on. All About Bird says you're the arsehole, you love your fiancé and of course it hurts when your parents make fun of him. But be honest, you didn't do this to defend him. You did it to defend yourself and your choice to marry him. You knew that he doesn't want people to know about his finances so clearly betraying that trust wasn't a favor to him. Even if he made a lot less, he would still be a worthy human that you love. All you have done is reinforce the notion that it's okay for your parents to look down on poor folks by letting them know that your fiancé isn't one of the poor folks. They honestly sound awful and I can't believe your fiancé has put up with this treatment for this long. I can't believe you've allowed it to continue. Mig says, you're the arsehole. Your fiancé told you how much he makes in confidence. You broke his trust because you were angry with your relatives. That makes you the clear arsehole. And then you doubled down and tried to claim that breaking his trust was okay because you were defending him. Here's the thing. Your family are snobbish assholes and will likely always be snobbish assholes. Their opinion doesn't matter. You are marrying your fiancé. There is no middle. You're an adult and you aren't obligated to make mummy and daddy happy or to pay any attention to their nonsense. And one more comment from Curti Cosplay who says, Everyone sucks here except husband. Your family are a bunch of classes. And I think that due to some things you said at first, you also had that way of thinking, only that you weren't as openly about it, even less when you started going out together. I don't think that he needed your help at that moment, but he needed your support a long time ago, since your family had been obviously demeaning for a long time now. I would only allow one joke towards my fiancé and that would be the last one, or my family would never see me again. You should have confronted them before, but about being classes and only after money. Not attempting to show you how your husband is not poor. I just read classism everywhere. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you, your cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care and much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com